a horse-drawn bus. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And we're right into it. I guess we are. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the old omnibusman. Uh, gentlemen, how are we? Uh, Brett, how are you? What have you been up to? Oh, golly. Well, it's been two weeks, Steve. What have we been up to? I don't know. That's oh, why, you're supposed that's to answer. why I asked you. Oh, okay. I, okay. That's, I that's, that's how it works. Ah, yeah. So now that I'm back in town after traveling to Anne's, I hit the ground running, as it were, and started working on the house again. Um, got to the point to where I did my first load of laundry in my little situation over in the kitchen area. And it works a treat. Thanks for sending all of those diagrams, Al. Uh, I have the plumbing done, so I have a sink and a faucet and all the stuff's necessary. And now it's just cosmetics, like getting things in place so that I can put or so that I can purchase things like plates and silverware. Uh, beyond that, I have finished a video and I should be uploading it hopefully this afternoon. Um, Steve. I can't wait to hear if you do watch it and then all the things you have to say to me about it because it's like beginner blacksmithing and then expanding on the things we learned in beginning blacksmithing. Nice. Yeah. So that video goes out and then I got to start working on the other video that I shot at Anne's, uh, which I already told some of the Patreon followers on Instagram I'm definitely signing up to do a maker adventure because why not? It was a total adventure. So we have to do some new video gamey graphics and things with Miss Anne of All Trades. And I'm pretty sure I have to put Rowdy in there because if the donkey's not involved, I, I don't know. How is it even a party at that point? Nice. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> I've just been working on stuff. Sweet. Getting used cool, to huh? editing again. It's been almost two months. Yeah, yeah. Try try doing it after like eighteen months and oh, having yeah, like, like three, four, five, six, six. Yeah, six six videos and an hour going. So, have you done them all yet? <laughs> no, it's been two days. Of course, I haven't. Um, Even if yeah. I did them in real time, yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be done right now. Exactly. Bless him. Um, yes, good. That that sounds like a positive week i'm looking forward to seeing the uh the video especially if there's a donkey in it um al what about you what have you been up to um i think where we left off a couple of weeks ago uh my car had failed its mot and mm -hmm. the garage had said <laughs> i'm not doing that yeah um so they basically sent me on my way um so i've been cutting huge swathes of rotten metal out of the underneath of my car um, and uh, I was going to start learning how to big weld and um, fix it all up. Uh, so I went and just bought a second-hand MIG welder that was like an <laughs> X display model from Machine Mart, and it's nice, and it's great. Um, so I'm in the process of bringing the car back to life, um, replace the wheel bearings, all the kind of things that need to pass a test, and then we'll go and try again. So it, it failed miserably, but hopefully with some work, it will happen again. And then last weekend, um, out of the three of us, who would have thunk that I would be the fully qualified ship's captain? Hey! Um, oh, so, I, so I got my, well, more specifically, master of a longboat. Um, oh. 
so I got I got my permit last weekend, um, which Congrats. means I can then take little people out on the boat um, without the risk of yeah hobbits um just oh people God, that are far away yeah. and you're wearing gray you're gandalf i'm i'm, I'm essentially gandalf <laughs> amazing oh. um and yeah so that will be a good adventure um but it i mean it, it wasn't just about the sort of ins and outs of the boat there was a lot of mechanics so it was like yeah making sure you know how the engine works you know understanding coolant and yeah uh, you know all the things that are in a car but now it's underwater <laughs> it's like, oh yeah should should water be there yeah that yeah. that's fine water there's fine water there's not fine <laughs> <laughs> oil needs to be dripping from that what needs to be dripping yeah there should be a drip every 3 seconds what <laughs> amazing um, I love it. but it, but again you know it's just more more knowledge to add to the pot awesome Good stuff, man. Um, boats yeah, and I... boats and cars and no hose. <laughs> I uh, I'm massive. I was going to say I'm slightly just that's complete lie. I'm massively jealous of your uh, you know getting that qualification. That's at, like genuinely really cool. Well, the boat that the scout um, organization own they own isn't it. Isn't just yeah they own two boats. Nice one fifty four footer and one fifty seven footer. They don't. It doesn't have to be scouts that go out on it, so I could just take us out on it if we wanted. Ooh! <laughs> I want to see photos of you and Steve in a 57-foot-long boat on completely <laughs> opposite sides, but still with the old parasol. And So, yeah, so one, thi one thing I had to do to, to pass, um, the majority of canals, in the, especially around Leeds, are 60 feet wide. And one thing I had to do was essentially... Donuts in the fifty-seven footer in the canal, so just nice. just just spin it on its axis. Yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome. Without touching the sides, so you've got like oh you know, yeah, eighteen inches at the front and the back. That's fucking great. Um, yeah, if if we do that, can we please do uh, like they did on the the making fun episode and create a a false figurehead and then just hundred percent. I mean, yes. we we essentially have the artwork from episode uh, eighteen of Brett. So, oh fuck yes, <laughs> perfect. Send that to some sort of I don't know three D printer. I don't know how these things yeah. work. Just make that into a thing. Some kind of maker person. Carol likes yeah, making yeah. big foam. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, that sounds ace. Um, what have I been up to? You ask. Well, no one I know, no, nobody ever asks. I know. Uh, I went out for a meal and then me and Murph went for a walk and then I I, <laughs> I like Al's voice for you. <laughs> That's it suddenly it goes very haggard. <laughs> went for a walk. Um I I don't sound like that. <laughs> I, no, I was gonna say I think you should do all of my voices from now on. This, this is amazing. <laughs> uh like what what have I been up to? I um uh, oh, uh, yeah, I went to, I, I forgot we haven't talked about that yet. Uh, I went over to America um, and did the Group Forge project with Mr. Cash um, uh, over at uh, the Blackthorn Resort Maker Camp, um, however you want to refer to it. Um, and it was fucking ace. Uh, like, fully reminded me why I love, A, doing events, even if they are in a literal blizzard. Um but also why I love maker events particularly and that area um, 
I mean, typical Blackthorn style, the uh, none of the plumbing worked the first day we got there. But I mean, I can give them a pass considering the fact that someone turned up on the Saturday and had three inches of ice on their headlights. Um, it was, yeah, the weather was not nice. Um, but yeah, it was, it was super, super fun. I got to meet some amazing people, got to see some old friends, but also got to meet a lot of very, very cool people. Um, confirmed that we do actually have a single listener. Um, Ross, oh, wow. uh, I know, I know you're listening because you are our listener. So uh, it's, 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 Thanks, it's nice to see you again. Yeah, Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Thanks for listening, man. Um, but yeah, uh, met a lot of very cool, very fun people. Um, had some fun, made some stuff. Um, and yeah, it was it was nice to just get back to to that because it's been it's been like two and a half years since I've done any of that sort of stuff. Because um, even like the the last event that I did was the the first maker camp, um, and that wasn't really. I suppose we did the the hunt together thing but that again that doesn't really count because yeah um but yeah even at that i wasn't really teaching i was just mucking around so getting getting to text though text getting to flex those teaching muscles was quite nice um mm -hmm. but yeah that was good um other than that i then did uh, a lot of traveling back because th there are no direct flights um and then uh straight back into work and uh oh yeah that's the sorry i i knew there was something exciting that you two would actually care about and i couldn't remember what the fuck it was uh but yesterday uh after a lot like so i spent all of saturday doing this most of sunday doing this and had a lot of moral support from uh andy pew jamie red but mostly from jim um i got i, I now have a working bathroom sink Hey. Uh, which has only taken me eight months or whatever this week on sync cast <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but it was it was a fucking palaver but and i have a working sink and I, it feels so nice um but yeah that's kind of it, it i think like it's weird because as you get older stuff like that matters more which segues beautifully into the topic uh stuff like, stuff like leaking <laughs> <laughs> plumbing's not right yeah you can say that again oh, genuinely coming back from the states all i wanted was because i obviously got to go to the milk run and have uh a farmer's omelet when i was there which was great um but uh american food's not the best <laughs> It's not, it's not like, it's not. Yes, it's not I healthy. love that you're gauging American food, which I'm not going to fight <laughs> against, but you're gauging it based on the milk run in East Durham, New York. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I went to the Yellow Deli as well and got really excited and missed you. Oh, was green drink available? It was. I didn't oh. get it though. I, I had, oh. uh, what did I have? I had a, a Commonwealth. Roybus? No, I can't remember what I had. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, no, I got back. And, well, I think it was mostly because, um, like, the first couple of days were catered at the the Blackthorn, and then after the event finished, and I was kind of there, not on my own, but basically on my own. I was um, surviving off just snacks from the milk run um, that I could take back to my room and eat like a fucking hamster. And um, 
yeah, I just like so, so badly wanted veg when I got home. Um, so I got home and did a massive roast veg thing. Oh, it was, it was good. Um, but yes, the topic, going back to that, I got, I've, I've not slept much in the last month. Um, uh, getting older and how making changes as you get older and how making ages you. Um, oh, I never thought about how making ages you. Oh, yeah, that's kind of what I took from it. Because, All right, because my like, lungs are fucked. Yeah, <laughs> as you say, like my lungs are fucked, my shoulders are fucked, my elbows are actually all right, weirdly. My knees are fucked, my back's fucked, my hips are fucked. Um, yeah, you gotta wonder if this is why people, you know, amongst a multitude of things, people are aging slower or living longer nowadays, and you're like, ah. Well, Cause, cause they don't make look... anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they don't make anything. <laughs> yeah, it's not advancements in medicine. It's just people don't make anything. <laughs> Nobody, yeah. nobody's doing any sanding like they used to. <laughs> I mean, what was it? Uh, was it Alex? The first time we were over there, Steve was like, "Oh, I've got you know arthritis, and my back is fucked, and my shoulders are horrible, and know. all this." It, it's uh, it's if you if you become a blacksmith, you'll have um, a uh, fuck shoulder gout and piles that was a that was a thing that he always used to say to people <laughs> like yeah. pretty cool. two of those are just you bud but um oh, but that see that's giving blacksmiths a bad name what he means is the diet we as blacksmiths will give you gout <laughs> yeah, exactly. 17 sausages of, uh, of, per meal and just pure duck fat <laughs> will give you gout um there you go you know, this is very pertinent, though, because after getting back and starting work on the little kitchen space, all I was doing was crawling around underneath my cabinetry to make sure all of the hoses and, and plumbing was hooked in correctly. And then for the next day, my back hurt. And I was, I, you know, I'm crawling around on the concrete floor. And I used to do that all the time at my parents' house when I was a kid. I'd be like, hey, you're small. Go crawl underneath that space and then like turn this uh, lever or do something. Now it's almost like everything I do, I have to, I have to really be mindful of like, am I drinking enough water? Do I need to make sure I'm not going to get a headache 20 minutes from now? Or don't yeah. stand up too quick. You might throw your back or your neck out because that's the thing. Or... What I made the joke just the other day, but I stretched. All I was doing was stretching. I was just like, oh, get a good morning stretch. And my back felt weird. And I was like, really? Is this where we've gotten now? Where I'm doing the thing that's supposed to alleviate these issues. And now it just causes them. Even the thing that's, yeah, that's, that's the thing you got to watch out for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I'm just going to do a few push-ups. Oh, no, I <laughs> popped a blood vessel in my eyeball. <laughs> I mean, because I, I think it's... It's weird because, like you say, you you do like I, I appreciate that uh, a lot of the people listening are going, "What the fuck are you three talking about? You're half my age." But that's really Dorset. Um, but it is weird how going from like ten years ago, like being Joe's age, and being like, "Ah, I can do anything. I don't need to wear a mask. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that." And being fine. Whereas now I'm like, oh, fuck that. I'm... Oh yeah, it's just one weekend it turns. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, hang on, on Friday, yeah. on Friday I could tie my shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't. Yeah. Or but without like... going. <clears throat> Making dad noises. Um... <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like, I fully will not do any kind of grinding or anything now without wearing a mask because it fucks my lungs for like mm -hmm. three days. Mm -hmm. um, the same as 
especially the the white spirit stuff like i get really pissy if anybody sprays white spirit in the pan room whilst i'm in there i'm like no fuck off outside do it out there or like at least give me a chance to put a mask on because that one time that i sprayed too much white spirit and had a cough for a week was horrible because i thought i was gonna die um and like brett said like it's things like remembering to to hydrate remembering to do this and just actually being a lot more conscious of what you're doing before you do it i say that i'm still a fucking idiot and i still just go yeah i'll just lift that up it's fine mm -hmm. and end up hurting myself more than i probably should but yeah I, it, it is one of those where you do have to be a little bit more aware yeah but even though we're talking about the unintentional effects of age and making on the body are they unintentional i don't know anyway what are the advantages to it though like now that we've we've put some years under ourselves in the making situation there's got to be advantages to it obviously whether it's gaining knowledge or, or just practicing the skills over and over and over again we develop something after time spent in the making community yeah, and i think that there's a couple of angles to this because i was i was talking today about this at work actually about age and it not being the same thing as an experience mm -hmm. and we've got old people at work who have zero experience <laughs> they're just old <laughs> yeah and we've got young people at work who've seen the world and have, have done a million things and, and know things so there is the sort of life experience in terms of years lived um but i think there's also benefits in physically you know things like calluses you know yeah you you abuse your your, your body enough that it, like it doesn't hurt anymore like i i'm i'm genuinely immune to burns <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean like it doesn't hurt i mean my skin no. just doesn't burn anymore yeah like it used to but you like i used to look like i was self-harming when i worked in kitchens because every little time you open the open the oven door and you'd burn your wrist it just doesn't yeah. happen to me anymore so my skin must be so scar riddled that i didn't it's just, it, no it's it, you know it's not as tender as it was when i was young and i think there's yeah. advantages to that that you yeah. can um you know prolong things and i think yeah steve it, it, you might make a noise when you bend over <laughs> from whichever end. um and maybe you can't lift that you know engine block like you used to <laughs> but i i i actually find stamina has in, improved a little bit yeah so I mean that's why like all long distance runners are like forty years old, yeah, because they can they can keep going. Whereas the the young guys, it's all about power and impact. Whereas actually the older you get, it's a bit easier to do things for a long time. So I can I can work a lot longer than I used to be able to. It just even just like throughout a day, you know, I I can still be working at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning and not even bat an eyelid. It'll only be oh shit, it's dark that stops yeah. me or something. <laughs> See, I'm not sure if that's age or if that is experience as well because like i mean you know we we both used to work in in hospitality like and you used to have to do those fucking long horrible shitty shifts and the majority of the time i'd get through them by eating sugar and mm. caffeine <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. like it it flipped for me when i was still in it and i was doing overnight deployments and we did an, a, a i think it was a it wasn't a 72 it was somewhere between 48 and 72 like a 56 hour deployment um where we moved everything from one data center to another um so we were in the office for like two and a half three days straight and um 
and everyone was like really excited because they were like, oh yeah, the company's going to pay for pizza and this and that. And they were just mm-hmm. getting shitloads of takeaway food. And like halfway through the, in fact, halfway through the first day, most of them were on their ass. Like into the second day, everyone was fucking dead. And I was still there going like, no, I'm all right. And it was because I wasn't eating any of the pizza. Yeah. I was just eating all the fruit and all the good stuff. And I bought in a load of like, microwave rice because i was like well that's going to give me fucking energy like i had like porridge and rice cakes and bananas <laughs> and apples and they're like oh you're fucking eating shit food i'm like yeah but i'm i'm the one that's still fucking yeah. going and it was because like i had that experience of of doing the ridiculous shifts and hours and knowing that actually like what the fuel that you put in has a massive impact on on how you feel even and i mean like, even even not having yeah. any fuel so like yeah. like if, if i if i was doing a similar thing i mean I've, I've never i've never done a i've never done more than a two i've never done more than a 48 hour shift at my job yeah um but i would not eat in that in that scenario because the second you do your body goes like rah <laughs> Now I'll just lay back and digest yeah. all this shit <laughs> and basically cease for like a snake yeah. that's just eating a, a whole deer. Yeah, I'm just going to, this is me for the month. Yeah, that, that's why I do the uh, like little and often, yeah. like, I'll, I'll, like that the, during that deployment, I was just having what like. What about little... eating? Hey! hey. hey. Uh, I was having like little like half portions of porridge and shit like that because it was just constant rather than doing that that big meal and like say having that massive crash. Um and I think it's it's that, and also being able to pace yourself as well, like and knowing that actually I'm getting kind of tired. Like I should probably cut back for a bit and maybe drink some more water um, uh, rather see, than just yes. going all the way. This this brings me to a point that I've had a discussion with. Um, Jess was talking about at one time <clears throat> where you start something at the same pace you end it, right? So it's think about how. A young person, young spry person approaches a large set of stairs and they go, right, got a lot to do, better start off quick. And then by the end of it, they're either tuckered out or they've just slowed their pace from whatever the beginning was. I, genuinely, these days, I have a habit of like, I may work a little bit slower. Can, sorry, can I just, can I one very quickly? Go on. I literally approach a st- set of stairs at the same pace that I finish it so i That's i a... always every set of stairs i go up the first two and then go up the set of stairs and then the last two i go up <laughs> it's not even a metaphor it's literally what i do <laughs> but see this makes sense to me this, i mean silly as it is uh i i don't think it's a thing i did when i was young it was definitely like whatever the project was you get a lot of enthusiasm or you start off with all this energy because you've either woken up had coffee and you're starting your work day out and you're you're good to go but i started noticing more and more especially uh at the desk job in kansas city or in new york city two o'clock three o'clock would happen and i still had two or three hours of work left and i just had the hardest time making it through and people always talk about that that 230 feeling or whatever the hell there was some marketing wang about it at some point and it's how to push through the rest of that just so you can get to five o'clock and then you can go home and completely pass out well, once I started to shift things a little bit more and like, hey, I'm going to drink more water throughout the day or, hey, maybe I just slow my pace down at the beginning, which is why New York City stopped working for me because it was all about get to the train as fast as possible so you can try and dodge traffic and then get out of there as fast as possible and then show up at the desk. And then at eight o'clock, you get to go and relax for a minute and then yeah. start your work day. 
So getting out of that, along with a multitude of other changes that I had to make, means that my pace from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, whenever that is, is just like Al finishing the staircase. <laughs> I edited until two o'clock last night. And if you wanted to talk about mental pace or just physical energy available at that point, it was the same from start to finish. And then I woke up this morning and had coffee and we're just doing it again. And it feels like the more in tune with that I am, I can pull longer stints or I can, yeah. that endurance that Al's talking about is like, I, I, I really started to notice that. Yeah. I mean, I think like that, that's uh, like two thirty, three o'clock crash is such a common thing and it's like genuinely for most people it's because they eat too much at lunch and they have too many carbs and you coffee. get that sugar high and then that crash <laughs> and that's like and i i never thought that was true until i when i was doing my um like the the full-on gym stuff and and training and and changed the way that i was eating and was eating little and often and wasn't getting that carb crash it was like oh fuck it it really is that and that's why nowadays like i i tend to avoid having a big lunch and i i'm more likely to have like half or a small lunch at, at, at midday and then something else at like three o'clock break because otherwise <laughs> i just go i'm tired i want to go sleep and that's that's not good and that's why like say with the the long deployments and that i just eat little and often because otherwise i end up doing like al does and working through with no food because I'm like, no, I can't eat. I'm too, I need to get everything done. Blah, 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 blah. And then getting to the point where my body's just like, no, you need to stop and you need to eat. Like, right. Okay. And then go and eat, not be able to control myself because I have zero fucking self-control eating a huge amount of just whatever's available. So like just fucking fisting fucking peanut butter out of the jar straight into my face. And, um, uh, and then, having that that crash and going oh, i'm tired i'm going to go to sleep and not not doing the thing whereas if i'm just like right i'm gonna be sensible i'm gonna make a cup of tea and have that and then maybe have some oat cakes and then i'll go back in an hour and get something else and just like build it up like that way i i, I can carry on and i know that i don't always do you guys that. take naps no God, all no. the time no. like 30 seconds get up <laughs> no can't while i'm driving yeah uh, well <laughs> I just remember all of the articles that came out or that have been compiled with the geniuses of time or, or the very creative people of time or over time were nap takers. And there's all yes. these variations on uh, what like Einstein slept a lot, right? He did, um, I'm pulling it up right now, 10 hour nightly sleeps, right? Yep. Which they say averages eight. Then you have Tesla who says that he just needed to recharge and do two hours per night. And then small naps here or there. Da Vinci, kind of the same way, like small naps, micro, micro sleeps. Um, I don't know that I've done this or, or that any of that seems like something is going to, to change into that in the future. But we're going to start hitting summertime here soon where the weather is absolutely ridiculous outside. And regardless of how well my air conditioner works in my tiny space, I know a lot of people that live in the more deserty type environments that do sleep or take that siesta right some of the cultures around the world if that's siesta time in the afternoon do you guys think that is something that could help like if you were capable steve if there was a two-hour break that alex just decided like from now on from two to four 
it's nap time. You put sleeping bags on the anvils and take a nap. Like, does that make sense to you guys? I've never been much of a nap taker, but this does make more sense to me the more I've read up on it. Yeah, I like I the reason I prescribe to it is because I don't want to just throw away massive swathes of time. So mm -hmm. I can't just shut off for eight hours. Yeah. Because like, what could I have done in that eight hours? What a waste. <laughs> um, so I mean, working from home has, has not helped this because I would no. literally go, it's three minutes until my next meeting. I'm going to fall asleep and set a timer for two minutes. Yeah. Oh my God. And then I'll wake up in two minutes and go, you know, that that's what I get. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know if it's really, really bad for me. There might be some massive tumors growing somewhere. That's yeah. like, oh, whoops! I should have been sleeping properly. But um, weirdly enough, like at work, we're working with a um, a sort of um, I don't want to say sounds freaky as it is, but a sort of cellular manipulation technology company. Yeah, that is basically about a lot of sort of prolonging life and reducing cell stress and um, reducing the signs of aging and stuff like this. And Steve, the thing you're talking about about Filling yourself with food, being content, falling asleep like a big cozy bear. That's on a cellular level, that's actually really bad for you. Yeah. So your cells age quicker when they're content. So if you're if you if you have the heating up in your house and your body is comfortable, your cells will deteriorate quicker. Yeah. When they're when they're in the a, a sense of um self-preservation, your cells will last longer. It makes sense, right? I guess yeah. your cells are defending themselves, so they, they stay alive longer. So if you have the heating just a little bit cold and you're a little bit uncomfortable, you will actually live longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds really weird. Um and it's the same thing with food. So if you eat till you're full, your body it's actually bad for your body. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, like when you think about kind of nature, it kind of makes sense. Like the the, the one the lion that's still hungry is probably the lion that's going to survive yeah, because <laughs> they still want to keep going. Um, and it's kind of like your cells want to do that. So I, I think I know that the, the two minute naps is an extreme of that, but there's something in me that says like, if I'm, if I'm just asleep for half my life, it's just like, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is let's say it, that is a really unproductive time. Whereas if you can break it down into smaller chunks, it makes more sense. Um, like I, I feel guilty. I feel guilty if I if I rest yeah. that long. Yeah, like I I genuinely I wish I could nap, but I can't do it because if I if I nap and then wake up, one or two things happens. Either I wake up with a fucking massive headache, or no. The secret is Steve, go to sleep with a massive headache, so it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> <laughs> Always have a headache. Yeah. <laughs> or I wake up just feeling groggy and shit, and yeah less productive and that's the thing is i know that i'm i'm less productive when i first wake up like that's i'm i'm always shit in the mornings like i that's why at my previous jobs people just didn't speak to me before 10 a.m because they knew there was no fucking point um because it takes me about three hours to wake up and like so if i have a nap then i'm going to be less productive what's your excuse on the podcast because we record at night time uh because i've gone past it then okay. <laughs> um but there was uh there was an interesting thing I read about uh, a little while back um, regarding sleep and the way that we sleep now. And this mm. whole like eight hours per night, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. Um, it's purely because we've broken it up into that and it was when it was introduced. But it was... <laughs> when, when we were told we had to sleep eight hours. Yeah. 
Well, no, it, it was around the same sort of time that we had um, the electric electric light bulbs mm. invented. Before that, people didn't used to sleep that regularly, mm. um, and particularly like back in ye olden times, um, it was it's believed that more often than not, people would, especially in winter, when when the sun goes down, you you go to sleep then, you go to bed then, because it's fucking dark. There's fuck all else to do. Um, but you know, you'd, you'd stock, <laughs> well, you'd stock <laughs> up the fire. Um, you'd sleep for like three hours. Um, and then you'd wait or three, four hours. Then you'd wake up, um, restock the fire, kick around for, you know, a couple of hours, maybe three, four hours. Um, and then you'd go back to sleep and sleep for another three, four hours. And so you'd have this like broken sleep cycle. And there's, there was a load of studies. Around Hence it and... the saying slept like a log. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just totally made that. Yeah. Up. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, this this idea of this this broken sleep cycle, and like in the summer, you know, that's why you'd sleep less, and maybe you'd have, um, you you know, you'd finish your day a little bit earlier, and you might go to sleep. Uh, you you sleep less, but like, I don't know about you guys, but I definitely sleep a lot less in the summer than I do hmm. in the winter. Um, and this whole idea of you've got to get eight hours sleep and all this it's 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 not true. Like hmm. some people. Are genuinely better on like four hours sleep some people are better on 12 hours sleep some people like everyone sleeps differently um and like I say some people are better off sleeping for three four hours getting up spending a few hours doing something and then going back and having another nap or doing whatever like that's if you look at, uh, at animals uh, in the wild i look at animals <laughs> a lot of them will sleep for a bit and then they get up and move around and do stuff and then they'll, they'll they'll sleep throughout the day like it's it's not an unusual thing um in nature to um to sleep wake sleep wake sort of thing whereas don't don't base everything you know on murph <laughs> <laughs> no he just sleeps and then mm. gets super excited when there's other people around he's so fucking disloyal he doesn't give a shit about me he just cares about everyone else um but yeah i like like i say i think that that whole um napping thing is great if you can do it but i just can't yeah to avoid just making this podcast about either uh diets or sleeping because i do neither of those things um i am one of the people that i, I gotta figure out a way around this and i know it's going to end up biting me in the ass at some point where it's typical that i sleep three or four hours a night and then wake up and then there's like a decision that gets made between my brain and my body that says, are we up completely or are we going to go back to sleep for 30 minutes? When it comes to the actual making aspect of things, like, do you guys see that there's been, uh, I know we've talked about endurance, but has there been a shift in like, uh, how much you can keep learning or, or do you have any kind of blockages going on where it doesn't seem like you're as, spongy as you used to be and i don't mean that in a squishy sense like your body I'm definitely a lot more senior <laughs> well there you go i i find that it's a little bit more difficult for me to to keep bringing in new information right it's like my brain is at such capacity at at various times where it's not that i don't want to learn new things it's that i tend to go back to old habits because it just makes sense and i know that it either works or doesn't work depending on experience in the past. So now that we've gotten further along in our making careers and we're just getting older as, as people, what's changed in terms of how your brain's thinking out projects, how you're approaching them? Is there a pacing? 
How about it? So more often than not on this show, we've talked about learning just being about the delivery mechanism, right, Brett? So your teacher physics, the monkey analogy. Um, but just as you said that then, I rethunked that. Um, <laughs> I think there's different types of learning. And I, I totally get you in terms of my brain's not as spongy as it was. But on the flip side, there's some things that I am much more capable of learning now than I was when I was younger. Yeah. So I think there's different types of information and different types of absorption. Um, as if like I can I can soak up the more um treacly liquids. <laughs> <laughs> but my sponginess doesn't uh, doesn't allow the the the, the really so. volatile fluid liquids to go in. For one of a weird analogy. Back to plumbing. I, I love it. As I say, I, I know that we like to include a, a food analogy in pretty much every episode, but that was that was strained. I'm trying to keep it in the, 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 <laughs> the flow of liquids because another thing that happens when you're old is you need to piss a lot more, right? But there's the piss paradox because I also need to drink a lot more because yep. I'm dehydrated all the time and get headaches. So, like, which is it? <laughs> Make your mind up. Are you thirsty or not? <laughs> well, I mean... <sighs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I have to jump in with this. Does everybody know that drinking water to hydrate yourself does not consist of chugging a glass of water? 20 milliliters every 20 minutes. That's all you Whatever the fuck it. Steve said, if you're into those kind of seven furlongs every uh, light year. I'm going to need Last two second. fathoms per calendar year based on the Gregorian Sorry. calendar. Sorry. Are you trying to suggest that milliliters is not a common fucking unit of measurement for? Literature? I want to know who has a seven milliliter measuring device in their pocket Two, at all times. I literally had a syringe in my pocket about thirty minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> but every twenty minutes, I'm going to take out a little shot glass and then. Two hundred milliliters. You said seven. No, I didn't. So I'm going to go back and listen. The tape. Little, yeah. tea, little teaspoon of water. Yeah. It's, there you go. It's, you actually, no, said, you actually okay. said 20, but I'm not going wow, to. Wow, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm sorry. You're correct, I'm sure. Um, but I <laughs> I did not get raised that way, especially playing sport growing up. <laughs> we don't need water in this house. <laughs> it, wasn't even, it wasn't even about uh, <laughs> my parents just not giving me water. No, it was like <laughs> playing sports, and you practice for 45 minutes, and you're burning tons of calories, and you're sweating like crazy, and then the Coaches would go, all right, go take a water break. And you'd watch everybody just go and sit in front of the drinking fountain for 10 minutes, gobbling up as much liquid as they could, and then going back out and everyone's got water belly where they're all feeling sloshy going back. And just the idea of uh, when I first moved out here, where it's like, oh, my God, I haven't had any water all day, and then chug an entire glass and be like, okay, that should set me right in an hour. Well, then you just pee it all out. <laughs> and you're not actually hydrating yourself. So this idea of pacing that Steve is talking about, uh, yeah. I, I mean, random thing I wasn't aware of. I don't know if I'm yeah. alone in that. I mean, I think like I, I kind of thought it was, it's, it's fairly well known now. Like that's why you see athlete, like professional athletes. Like if you, if you watch the the rugby or the football or whatever, there's, they're always bringing on those water bottles and they're just constantly drinking um and it's the whole thing of your body can only um absorb 200 milliliters every 20 minutes so anything more than that is fucking useless and i did this the other day because i think i even talked about it on here um but i was super fucking dehydrated because 
I worked all day. I'd not drunk anything. I then went to bed without drinking anything, woke up um, feeling like shit, massive headache. Bleh, and I set a timer on my phone for 20 minutes um, and was just necking half a pint of water every 20 minutes um, just to, to hydrate. Because I knew if I had if I had a big pint glass, I'd neck the lot and then I'd piss half of it out and then I wouldn't drink anything else. Whereas if I like set that timer, I'd know, right, okay, I've got to drink some more. I've got to drink some more. And it just meant that within a couple of hours, I was actually back to, to hydration. Um, oh, but That's going to have to be one of those new pacing things. <laughs> yeah. But linking back around to, to what you were saying about the absorbing the knowledge thing, I think, like Al said, like, yes, when you're younger, you, you absorb knowledge a lot quicker. But I, when I was younger, I didn't really give a shit about absorbing knowledge. So it was just whatever was like, if I was, if I was in a classroom and I was learning something, then great. I'd learn it by osmosis, but I wasn't necessarily paying attention. Um, Whereas now I see more value in certain things. So I will force myself to pay more attention and to take, take that knowledge in because I can see there's value to it. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, I, I couldn't see the value in fucking algebra when I was in school. Like, whereas now it's like, right, I need to know this to do this other thing. And so I want to, I want to absorb that information, but also because I have a framework to build on, it means that, you know, I'm, I'm adding to my existing knowledge. I'm not necessarily learning an entirely new concept. I'm just going, okay. I like, I like, um, I like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm linking it into something else. Um, so yeah, I think although it's, it's not as easy to absorb knowledge naturally, like it was when I was younger, um, I find learning things that I want to learn a little bit easier nowadays because I've got that kind of framework to build on. And because I see value in the things Mm -hmm. that I'm learning because I'm choosing what I, um, am learning. I can't remember which one of you had your hand up. Now, see, you're it's both Al. arguing about Al's which one was going to go first, and now you, neither of you want to fucking go. No, you just you 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 created a segue, Steve, and totally didn't acknowledge it. But just that the the water analogy—it's the same mm. thing, but with the knowledge. So, like, I, like have I can't absorb the massive things anymore. No, I can do two hundred mils of knowledge every twenty minutes, <laughs> and that's and that's more useful to me. Yeah. So I can I can top it up as opposed to going, all oh, right, I'm gonna learn this whole thing in a day, like I used yeah. to be able to. Yeah. Um so there's a really nice thought there. Also, German beer, English yeah. beer. <laughs> one of the one yeah. of us knows how to hydrate every 20 minutes. The other one <laughs> is constantly going for a piss. Yeah. Al is currently showing us two different size vessels. One a cold so, glass, one a pint glass. <laughs> yeah, just to expand on that, Al, I've never really thought about it in that capacity. So, Steve, congrats to coming up with a beautiful new way of thinking about how I learn or can share knowledge. Um, it just instantly reminded me of being at Anne's, and I was taking her through a handful of things to work on this project, and we were talking about the welder and then cutting steel and all these, other, and she she just stopped me, which yeah. I have to commend her for, and she goes. I can only remember about three of those things. So let's do that before we, we do the rest. And even though we were working while we were talking about those things, 
it was important to say that's all I can take in right now. So let's like put a pin on both ends of that and then we'll move on to whatever the next pace is. I have the bad habit as well of, uh, I guess, similar to Al, where I will try and ingest six weeks worth of knowledge into a very small amount of time and then wonder why it doesn't stick. It's like mm. the sponge got overloaded. Everything else is just falling off the edge. This idea of pacing it because we're getting older. Oh, I love it, Steve. Well done. Yeah. I mean, like one of the things that I say whenever I'm teaching, um, I I always start off the class with the the scary stuff because that gets people's attention. Um, so go into like the safety talk and be like, right, this is the stuff that you have to remember because after that, you know, certain people are going to uh, trail off. Um, but one of the things I kind of make a point of doing as well is reiterating to people, I do not expect you to remember all of this. Like I'm giving you a whole fucking several years worth of information dump right from the get go. None of you are going to remember all of this, but each one of you is going to remember a different part. So if you see someone doing something else that you know isn't quite right, or if you can't remember how to do a thing and someone else is doing it, interact with each other, teach each other, because that's the best way to learn is to show someone else the thing that you know, or to ask someone else the thing that they know. Like that works so much better than me going over to each individual person going, you're doing that wrong, do this. You're doing that wrong, do this. You're doing that wrong, do this. Like if you interact with each other, that, and it's not just me being lazy, like that genuinely will help you cement that knowledge so much better than um, me just spewing out information at you constantly. Um, but I will go through the entire thing because there's, you know, there's six, eight people there and each person is going to remember different parts of it. Like no one person is going to remember exactly the same parts as the person next to them. Um, and so whenever I teach, like I, I go through the basics, like, right, this is the absolute basic. This is what we do. Blah, 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 blah. Here are the steps. And with, um, with any of the projects that we do, we only ever do one stage at a time. And even with that, we quite often say like, we fully expect you to not remember how to do this. So please just ask questions. Like I'm just doing the demonstration for everyone. And then I can come over and I can go through each bit with each individual person as, as and when they need the help. Um, but yeah, it, I think that's a, a really important thing to remember is that like I say, you, you're never going to pick everything up all at once. Like the first time you ever drove a car, were you then an instantly an expert driver? Like, no, like you, you take it in, in in small increments. And I think, again, going back to what I'm saying, like if you've got that that framework to build on, then you're able to take on more knowledge. Because like little add-ons are, are kind of easier to, to absorb than the big fucking trunk of of information that, that is the basics. You know, you can add little branches onto that easily, but that that big trunk takes time to cement, grow, root, whatever you want to call it. And that is spiffing. People that we think that are spiffing. Uh, Al, have you got an order? It's abs. Abs, which means you are first. Who would you like to spiff? Um, I would like to spiff um, a, a regular spiffy. <laughs> <laughs> a perennial spiffy. Um, but mainly just because due to his many endeavors uh, is the reason that he keeps getting re-spiffed. Um, but Average Joe yeah! uh, has 
recently become the face of Evolution Power Tools, <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking amazing. It's so good. Um, and uh, the 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 show on on Evolution's YouTube channel was just it was classic Joe. He's full of charisma. Um, it's a real joy to watch. Uh, the format was nice, sort of little different stories and little snippets. Um, I'm hoping that show kind of grows and evolves as time goes mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, if you've not checked out uh, Average Joe's first episode on the Evolution Power Tools YouTube channel, go check it out. Is that actually out? I didn't think it was out yet. Yep. Obviously it is, but I'm... I think it was, I want to say, Sunday? I don't know. I don't know. I have time. I, I thought it was... Like... Time and dates. Um, but yeah, no, that's a fucking great shout. And I keep meaning to ask Joe if he wants to come on because again, because uh, he's, he's fucking great and he's just he's lovely. And I think we should have God oh, because he's he, he... <laughs> presumably he's going to be at uh, Makers as well. Sweet, I'm definitely going to hug him. Um, abs, uh, Brett, you yeah. are, yeah, oh, that's me. So I'm going to spiff. Could I consider it a person? No, it's it's the movie overall. So this flew under the radar for me. And I recently listened to a podcast that was discussing this movie specifically. And since we're talking about learning and getting older, I don't know how everybody else feels about Tom Cruise. And regardless of his personal life and who he is as a human, the movie Edge of Tomorrow is so damn good and it went under is it a philip dick novel yes the way it's going to be brilliant isn't it (laughs) exactly so it it kind of flew under the radar because it was marketed very poorly they remarketed and put live die repeat which is like thank you for wasting all of my potential energy for figuring out what's going on in the movie just in the title i hate you (laughs) but Emily Blunt, Tom Cruise, it's so good, and it's an original, it's such an original way of shooting and filming, and then the graphics and the editing, and where they choose to tell the story, what they choose to show, how they reveal things to you. No spoilers, but it's so good, and I was reminded of it recently, and um Hey, you want to talk about having to learn things? That's, that's a movie about having to learn stuff and kind of keep it all in your head. Uh, and I just, I want more people to enjoy it. If you haven't seen it or heard of it, there are a multitude of reasons why you didn't, but give it a watch. It's on Amazon and a lot of different online platforms for very affordable. Have a rental night, give it a watch. Watch uh, <laughs> Groundhog Day 2049. <laughs> Groundhog Day meets Starship Troopers. Yeah. Which sounds like the greatest film of all time. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. I did I hear did. they might be making a number two of this, uh, uh, which I don't know if I'd even be upset about if they could pull that off again. Okay. But you saying Starship Troopers versus uh, Groundhog Day meets Starship Troopers just made me imagine, uh, I was going to say Al Murray then, uh, Bill Murray fighting the bugs. And it's. If just, it was Al Murray, that would be even better. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> just, just him with a pint being like, <laughs> anyway. Uh, me next. Yes, it's me. Um, so I, uh, for the next few weeks, I'm probably just going to be spiffing people that I met uh, at the Group Forge project um, because there were some fucking amazing people there. Um, 
and it, like i think we we talk about events and stuff a lot on here and how good it is to be able to get to go out and meet people and i kind of like when i do a cop out and be like everyone everyone was wonderful um because they were like and each person like the it was really good and it gave me all the fucking warm and fuzzies because like that's that's why i i like doing this that's why i do what i do like it's yeah it was good um it was well worth the the travel but um i'm gonna give a uh, a couple people um individual shout outs throughout the next few weeks um and the first one is is gonna be charles uh charles uh actually came up with roy as in uh vintage axe works roy um and he's just fucking brilliant like uh he's uh on instagram as vintage hillbilly heads um he does some axe restoration stuff um a bit of blacksmithing um and all kinds of stuff but he's from kentucky like listening to him he sounds like he should be in fucking deliverance or something he's got the the best accent and i'm not gonna lie like when i first met him i was like holy fuck this guy's gonna fucking murder me in my sleep or something mm-hmm. um but like instant friends um just a fucking sound guy i spent a lot of time uh over the weekend with him um played a ludicrous amount of pool um in the uh the phoenix bar at the blackburn resort um on the saturday night um really interesting guy really fucking sweet guy um really good knowledge and just just a fucking gent like he is he could phone me up tomorrow and say shit steve i need a hand can you fly over to kentucky and i would be on the next plane there because yeah just fucking great person so yeah go go check him out on uh instagram he gets shouted out on uh axe and iron quite a lot as well um he's he's not a particularly strong social media presence but he's yeah he's just fucking lovely go go give him some love that's freaking delightful yeah honestly like i just uh, one of the most sound people i think i've ever met um but yeah that's it so, is there any other business from either of Not you? Not from me. No. I have one bit, which I'm going to do now whilst Al thinks, because there might be some AOB there. He's not sure. Um, I sent it to Al earlier on, but a previous spiffy from Brett, um, The Longest Johns, uh, wow. put, put an album out uh, last year called land shanties um which is just a bunch of sea shanties all about car ownership things like finding the perfect parking spot and nearly running out of fuel but just making it in time and uh the (laughs) the greatest wave being uh getting away from someone that has the same model of car as you um (laughs) and that being the strongest bond possible which (laughs) As as a big fan of the Land Rover Wage, I'm I'm all about that. Um, and there's a lot of mentions of Vitara's in in the songs as well. Um, and actually, that was sent to me by uh, Adam Cyphers of Metal Whackers Forge, who was another person at um, at the event. Uh, and he sent it because 
he didn't know that I, that we had a podcast. So when we were talking about it there at the event, he went and listened to it and then sent sent me the song yesterday, I think it was, um, because he was like, I was listening to your podcast and one of you guys has got a Vitara. So <laughs> I figured you'd like this. I was like, nice. yes, it's fucking great. Um, so yeah, uh, go, go and listen to that as well because it's great. Um, Al, did you have an AOB or not? It's, I'll remember it next week. Okay, cool. Uh, right. In which case, if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Sure can. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us as a group, then the best place is probably the Facebook group because we are active in there mostly. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it. So until next week, um, go go take your cod liver oil and stuff like that. Do your stretches. <laughs> yeah. Do, genuinely go and do a little bit of yoga. Like find a local place near you that does yoga classes. Is this, what it's come down, is this what it's come down to? Yeah. Oh, fucking yoga. Fucking it's fucking great like it really like so i was really worried about being on a fucking 12-hour flight with sciatica and went and saw my yoga instructor was like have you got anything that will help with this and she showed me a couple bits did them on the flight fucking cured it it was brilliant um just do us a favor and if if you uh can take a photo of yourself in child's pose and send it to steve no no appreciate that a lot definitely not uh no um but yeah go go do stuff be good have fun we love you and drink a small Bye. glass of water yes little and often done